Good evening, um, Pulse Nation, Pulse Family. Um, I was forced to be here by Pastor Lucy and PK, but then now hearing the word, I know I need to be here. This is the point where I come forward to give my life to Christ. Amazing what John chapter 6, verse 62 and 60, 62 and 63. Since P.O., I mean, I've been listening to the word since Monday, and I think it's such an amazing word. Some major things have been said, and each time the word is coming out in case you're young and you're listening to people talking to the soldiers and talking to all of us um i need you to understand this that you actually don't have to understand the word you have to just be a participant i've given the example of this before i remember my first time going to law class and I've seen the lecturer moving in all heligans and teaching us about the definition. Imagine your first time in a class. What is law? I will never forget this. I remember this more than any other thing that I learned or did not learn in law. What is law was that class. I didn't get it what she was saying. They were teaching us the nature of law is chameleonic. I can, I, it's a chameleon, meaning it changes, and epileptic in nature. I remember those words because I like who was teaching it, but I don't understand it. Now, fast forward three weeks after, three years after, it's like I never, I can't imagine why I didn't understand it because I had to keep going to the class. Number one, if you see the word explosion and the word being taught here in the family and then of course by implications in the in your family as compulsory then you will understand it so i understood law because i it's compulsory my parents had paid for uni i had to be there i had to sit down there so because i had to keep going i understood so whatever is not compulsory for you, you'll never understand. Never. If it's free, you'll never understand it. If it's not compulsory, you'll never understand it. But if your life hinges on it, and that's why the richest man who ever lived, the richest king said to his son, Keep my word in your heart for they are alive to those who find them. So I want to thank you for these amazing days of word. I think they are awesome. And Pio has made us say that tonight. Our life actually by choice. Look, I was 25 years old didn't even know why I was coming to this nation, but
But I think if I'm not the most interesting preacher in the world today, I must be top five. I'm not talking about um, someone is holding a prayer conference, 10 billion, but they are not interesting preachers. They just found your parents who are desperate and poor because they made the wrong decision all their lives, our parents. And then a pastor who will use them for now. Then another one will come. But interesting preachers. I was 25. I just believed something. I believed in the superiority of the word that if I can choose it, so I'm not the most interesting politician because 18 years ago, I didn't choose politics. I didn't choose business. I, I chose preaching, leading people. And that word made me, if I'm not number one, like I said, I must be one of the most interesting. And I use the word interesting. MTV base called me a ligma. You understand? So and for them, they deal with only enigmas. But of all the enigma, I'm number one enigma. Look at this word because P.O. Pastor only rounded up with resolve. And so I just want to enhance what he said. And I agree with the submission that um, resolve is the spirit. And the scripture says, if the spirit of he that raised Christ from the dead abides on the inside of you, he that raised Christ from the dead will quicken your mortal bodies. In other words, if there is a resolve, because resolves are spiritual, if there is a resolve and that resolve lives in you, regardless of how weak your body is, how much brain you have, intelligence or limitations, or even if your mortal body is weak, even if everything was impossible, it's impossible for our generation, our parents, our predecessors, because of the spirit that lives in you, your resolve, it will make you do what is impossible. You will go beyond the limits of your physical being the limits of your our generational being in the book of psalms number 51 verse 1 and i won't tell i won't waste your time i won't i don't want to erode what pastonia said tonight so i'm not going to take time on it in psalm in psalm number 51 we won't read it david one the greatest king that ever lived told us what it means to be from a disadvantaged background he said, in iniquity, my mother bore me. Meaning, when Pastor Onya said it tonight, when the king of the nations came to David's house and they were looking for people who were qualified to be king over Israel, to be anointed over Israel, they didn't think of David. And we, we found out why in Psalm 51. They sent him out. They've just said, you go keep the sheep. It's not important. You go there. Because if we're going to go by the background of everyone in this house, yours is the most disadvantaged. That's where we're coming from. So I can show you seven layers to David becoming king. His birth was disadvantaged. Um, then the lion came and the bear. He played with the lion and the bear like sport. Imagine, imagine your entry point 
into greatness was disadvantaged background and the smallest point was fighting a lion and a bear and winning. It's crazy already. Like, by the time you fight a bear, you're already thinking, oh, oh, oh the battle is over. Have a bear, are you kidding me? Then at that point, he just said, now you're qualified. Then it goes to serve the nation. No, first it serves the king and then the king returned and gave him a death wish and he's thinking I just served my leader then he served the nation at that point he will think okay by now the nation will reward me right they didn't reward him they sent him to the backside of the desert talking about layers but you were right sir that everyone will look the path because they've not gone, gone through the path they can't lead the nation Israel and Judah and that's why we said to ourselves we must read the scripture as a nation book so when people said tonight that if a person does not know how to deal with investors how to deal with leadership how to deal with followership you can't even every talk about will take the nation is a joke unless unless we go through all the things we are going through and we, we've gone through so I'll round up with John 6, 62 and 63 thank you John chapter 6 from verse 60 thank you on hearing it many of his disciples said this is a hard teaching who can accept it Aware that his disciples were grumbling about this, Jesus said to them, Does this offend you? As in, he's teaching them whatever Pio has been saying since Monday and before. He's teaching his disciples. And every meaningful discipleship challenges the mind of the followers to the point where he can see he's offended. He turns to them and says, Does this offend you? As in, what you're hearing is not what the word is teaching. But look at the word. They are in cages. So he asked, does these offend you? Tell me. Then, then what if you see the Son of Man ascend to where he was before? Thank you. The Spirit gives life. Now, it's now telling. I locate this scripture because Pio said, and I agree, that the spirit, the resolve. But look at the function of the spirit so that you know what this is. The spirit gives life the flesh. Thank you. The flesh counts for nothing. So when they brought the brothers of David and the prophet kept saying, oh, surely God's anointed. Surely God's anointed. This is flesh. These are men without process. These are men that have not fought the lion. These are men who hide under systems. They were working with Saul and in Saul's army. Once you saw the uniform, you put a badge on them. You say, um, kingship, presidency, or what's the one they wear on us in number 10? Um, visitor, number 10, special delegate. You are a nobody. You've not faced the fire of it. Whilst they were doing that, wearing the badge, wearing camouflage, hiding under the shadow of Saul, 
David was fighting his lions. Where? Not in the city center. At the backside where he would think nobody sees him. Every battle, I don't know how many businesses are represented in the Paul's nation. Every battle you fight daily is your bear and your lion. At the backside where it looks like nobody recognizes you. Some people take Saul's badge. But the day comes when Saul will need someone who can really fight. Goliath comes out. And all the soldiers of Saul were there. But scripture says here, the flesh, scripture says it counts nothing. Let's bring that into leadership. Looks count nothing. It's the resilience of one's mind. When you're learning and it looks like this is going nowhere because you're only sitting down. Imagine, it's just like when we're studying law, yeah? Or when the doctor in my study medicine or when whatever you guys studied, yeah? But let me use law for example. Imagine someone has now gone to put on the wig of a lawyer. Didn't go to law school. Put on wig and put on the garment. And he goes around taking selfie. Well, you know, for the minute, everyone who is illiterate, they say, oh, congratulations. I say, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. But would they call on him to win a case? He's not a trained soldier. You're training in all your houses now. Forget who wears Saul's badge. Forget who goes to put on military um, attire. Let's talk, serious talk about who is trained. And this training are the things that you're facing on a daily basis. Whatever your strongest battle is now is your throne. That's your crown. Every crown that is not tested by fire is a paper crown. It says the flesh counts for nothing. Then, what is your resolve? If we want to know what is your resolve, we have to trace what's the spirit. Look at what the spirit is. The words I have spoken to you, they are full of the spirit. NKJV, the word that I speak to you, they are spirit, then they are life. So it's condemned the flesh now, but the flesh is your life. I don't know your spirit. I see your flesh. So, if this flesh that you live in, Christian, if it's going to amount to anything, it has to be because you have a spirit, right? But the richness of your spirit is based on your resolve. What is your resolve? The word. Because it's based on that word that you kick off a resolve. So, if we're talking about nation building, we're saying that's your resolve. Marriage is not your resolve. Nation building is. We're changing that resolve. Because people still do this life. They fight for it. When people say, oh, you know, we've had many theories about how we survive. They say it's loans. Someone says it's fraud. Someone says it's cocaine. Someone says... They come up with all sorts, right? Let me tell you, how you why you give and how. Resolve. But that's your spirit. It says, if you stay with that resolve, it's full of spirit because it's spirit. You're not doing it because you feel something in your head. 
your heart picks it. He said, if you stay with it, it will give you life. And because of time, I may not after when he, he says to this is the richest guy talking to his son. He said, guy, he said, if you find this one, he said, for their life to those who find them. Imagine, um, David was not telling his son who is going to be the richest king that all my wealth, the houses I've built, will give you life. He said, if you take to my word for their life, did you find that scripture? For their life to those who find them, he's saying, have a resolve on my word for their life because wealth can vanish. And the more I look at the world, the more I'm growing, I'm seeing people that are wealthy. Imagine, I think about people the people the world is trying to impose on you to follow. The people that the world is trying to tell you this. Uh, and I'm looking at them fading off. I'm thinking if this man promised is a person three years ago. And the person is foolish enough to base their life on the promise of this man. Now we're seeing what happened to this man. There was a time we can't breathe. Is Abramovich. Abramovich. If he promised you two years ago, do you know none of the promise will be fulfilled now? Because he's in his own, he's fighting his own battle. Or seeing one of our black community leaders, and this is why I won't back down talking to the black community. I remember three years ago speaking about Serena Williams, and it's like, ah, oh, today I saw this girl humiliated like a piece of nothing. The way they beat her at the U.S. opening, tennis. You know, they were beating this lady. With due respect to your community, a small white lady was beating this girl. And the commentator said, well, you know, it is Sarah Williams. She's not just going to roll over just like that. I'm sure she'll come back with it. She rolled over. As in, she, she became like a rolling bread. Like, you know those bread when you screw it. The beating was unbelievable. As in, it's so unbelievable, she started to fight. She was telling the umpire, I'll blow you off, you know. I Trust me, trust me, bro. I'm going to blow. And you know how white people, they just put the camera on her like, oh, so you, the beating was unbelievable. But I'm not talking against her. I'm saying, the only real substance, the word, your resolve. Don't drop your resolve for someone's excitement. These were people, they were telling us, oh, there's nobody like this person. They, and then in our own lifetime, we've seen them almost become nothing. It's the word, that spirit. The word that I speak to you, they are, tell so, me, the words that I speak to you are spirit. Are spirit and they are life. Ah. But there are some of you who do not believe. That's just Jesus' little group and he's saying there are some of you who do not believe. The entry point into life and resolve is to believe. Not to understand first. But then it turns to them and say, there are some of you who do not believe. Because if a person dares to believe, they will experience what's beyond their immediate environment because they believe. That's all. You want to finish up? Sorry. Proverbs 4 from verse 20. Tell me. My son, Give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Uh. 
Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life to those who find them. The most powerful, the bravest king is talking to his son. This son, he has all the wealth of the nation to hand over to him. And he can say, look, just watch out after my property, real estate, look into it. Or, um, all the gold, I stored up gold. In he neglects all that and tells his son, in this same space, Absalom and all other sons were running after the property and his women. He tells his son, focus on what is important. Keep your word, my word. My word. It didn't say God's word. Go back to verse 21. Do not let them depart from your verse eyes. Verse 20, please. My son, give attention to my word. Did he give attention to God's word? His word has, David's life has become God's word because that's what he fought through. So, all the past, that's why I said I must be one of the most interesting preachers because all these other guys tell them to tell you they are beer and the lions they fought you can't just put chairs in the hall and tell them your hair will be healed that's not a battle everybody in Africa is desperate they can't pay hospital bills give attention to my word incline your ear to my saying do not let them depart from your eyes why? keep, keep, keep them, them in the in midst, the of, midst your of your heart why? For they are life. For they are life to those who find this resolve. The nation family is a resolve. It's not a building. It's not a perfection. It's not that we're better than others. It's just we have our own resolve. This is who we choose to be. America was nothing when they started. But we've read their constitution before. We, we, the people, it's a resolve. It's not based on what anybody thinks. So their ways might look exciting, but we have a resolve. This is where we want to be. And whoever cannot stick to this resolve cannot be part of this. Our given system is a resolve. So don't sit there and tell me or tell us, well, because I'm not doing this, I'm buying a new shoe. You're not a resolved person. These are not resolved people. It's resolved. So, when I see the Paul's nation, I'm just seeing resolved people from Inspire House, where, where, where we've been, where I've been listening to appeal from, from to the House of Policy, to Limitless, to Love House One and Love House Two. These are resolved people. And pardon me if I skipped your own house, but all the houses, you are people of resolve. Where well, you should be asking your leaders, Pastor Omni, Pastor Emma, and all your leaders. This was our new resolve. God bless you all. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you all. You guys are amazing. God bless the Pulse Nation. And God bless everyone who sows in the Pulse Nation. I'll see you tomorrow.